You are now tuning in to Lex and RDDC Broadcast Station, serving up on the double doses for us all. Welcome back to the Real Double Dose Channel. This is your host, Lex, coming to you straight from the heart where the talk is real and the vibe is always live. Thank you all for tuning in again because here, serving a slice of everyday life is what RDDC is all about. For any show requests, feedback, or anything under the sun, as we always say, reach out to us at Real Double Dose Channel at yandex.com. That's Y-A-N-D-E-X dot com and as well as realdoubledosechannel.blogspot.com. You also know about the dot com and all the apparel and wonderful things that are launching and as well as Spirit and Mind Elevation Transformational Workshop that is coming up and you can check that out the blog too. For all you who are tuning in and we see you, we thank you from all over the world. Thank you goodness <laughs> to our 200 plus episodes and more thank you again for just showing your support and love that's from TuneIn, stitcher radio spreaker.com blueberry spotify as well as deezer google cast iheart itunes soundcloud so much more and you can find those links at the blog spot and as well as soundcloud and again we love you so without further ado i want to introduce our wonderful and i've been trying to pronounce her name properly you know my spanish has come out a little bit but <laughs> i'll just say wonderful melissa R. Now it's supposed to be Roost Talk, or but I can't say it properly, but let me give her her wonderful intro. So, born in 1982, a native to Lorraine, Ohio, Melissa grew up living with her grandparents, Francis and James Lassie. She attended Clearview High School as well as Lorraine County JVS. While in JVS, she attended the Culinary Arts Program, graduating in 2001. In 20, or excuse me, 2003, I almost said 2013, she welcomed the addition of her daughter, Cheyenne, oh, beautiful, who inspired her to start and put her dreams to paper, a story she wrote after her daughter's birth. Although not published, became the stepping stone to everything else she would eventually write and so much more. Thank you for coming on here, Melissa. How are you doing, my dear? Thank you so much for having me. So can you give us the enlightenment of how to pronounce your beautiful name? <laughs> Roost Chuck. Roost Chuck. Okay. Oh, okay. Now it's a little bit clearer now. It's clearer now. Roost Chuck. Okay. I think I was getting that a little. Okay. Okay. Roost Chuck. Okay. And that I'm gonna say it right now. That that's that's before and after everyone. And that is her her creation of www.doveanddragonpublishing.com. I have to say that because Roost Chuck decided to give me some some cues on that. So with all the goodies that you have available and your your you know, teaching skills on teaching me how to say the name, how to say the name properly. How has life been for you and, and the journey that you've taken um, as far as everything else going on? Oh, well, well, the journey with the publishing company has been hills and valleys. That's mm. all I can say with that. But that's any company that's, that's starting up. You have your hills and you got your valleys and good, bad and ugly all in one day sometimes. Then you get into the whole COVID thing and then of course, I get affected. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then I took, what, three weeks to really recover. So that's back in end of February, beginning of March. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God. So how was the, was the breathing really horrible for you as well? Like, Yes. I was taking a nimalizer like four times a day. Oh. Yeah. It, it's not fun. Oh. Trust me, you don't want it. <laughs> Yeah, so everyone out there, I know you keep sending, I mean, we had thousands of emails, especially since all this happened, and people saying, hey, RDC, is it true, is it not? I'm like, well, I don't know if COVID, you know, I can't go on conspiracy level, but I still wore my face mask this morning. So that, <laughs> that will tell everybody out there, I even if it's true, hoax, whatever you guys want to say out there, I love you all, but I take the precaution of putting on my mask and my sanitizer because I do have a 74-year-old beautiful mother 
and myself, and I don't want to jeopardize those around me. Just saying. Yeah, very true. So where has, when you got a chance to have uh, the things going on as far as uh, just the whole history of your life and being able to have your daughter's inspiration, how did it kind of blossom into where you are now with uh, that beautiful name, actually? I love that uh, Dove and Dragon Publishing. Well, okay, it started off, I was an author, and I went from being an author to being a published author with a small press publishing company that's no longer in business. So I panic at my first uh, book signing because I'm publish- doing a book signing and the publisher is no longer around. Oh, oh yeah. So my another author that was sitting next to me, because there's three of us, she said, oh, you need to come over to my publisher. So I started publishing with them, got promoted from just being an author to the director of marketing. Oh. And then I, there's some things going on in the house, people getting illnesses and within the infrastructure and the house wasn't doing that well. And I was getting frustrated as an author, as a mar- marketer and no one was listening to me. So I broke away and opened Dove and Dragon. Oh, wow. So what gave you the Dove and Dragon name though? Like what, where, where'd that come from? That inspiration? Well, <laughs> uh, part of it is my daughter oh. and part of it was someone I was talking to at the time uh, who's no longer with my company. Okay. And we're going back and forth with names, and she's like, you do a lot of fantasy things, and you market the fantasy better than you do the other books, oh. which isn't really true. It's just what people want. Yeah. So we came up with Dove and Dragon, um, Peace, Dove is always Peace, and then Dragon is production or fantasy, of course. Mm-hmm. So. There we go. It is. And as far as that goes, it, it almost sounds like you said it's almost like the hills and valleys, the dove of peace. And then, then you have kind of well, the fantasy or the dragon or the fire breathing, wonderful, mystical, mm-hmm. mysterious dragon out there. Because, I mean, from everything going on, just from how the your bio and different ones going on, I mean, you went through one heck of a jalopy Ferrari kind of ride. I mean, to literally to having all the stuff happening from a stroke, um, you know, uh-huh. was mentioned and being able to have a, what is it? A crayon, crayon, oh my gosh, I can't even talk. I'm done. <laughs> I can't even talk <laughs> on this. People, you know who Lex is, get it. I'm just saying, like, when it comes down to that, learning how to walk, talk, all those things. And when I tell people, hey, it took me three years to get back walking again, they're like, yeah, right. I'm like, no. It did. Like, some people look at you now and they're like, oh yeah, but, but you don't know a person's story. And their journey to get to where you see them at in the moment. So, I mean, was that, uh, so was that before, like kind of after your daughter was born that all the stuff hit you where you had to have the stroke and, and the walking oh, and so wow. forth? Let's see. I had her in 2003, got married to my first husband in 2005, I think. And I say, I think because I have, from my strokes, I don't remember a lot of my past. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a few years that are just blur and then in 2010 i started getting sick toward the end of the year by beginning of january of 2011 i had went from a being a full-time restaurant manager Mm. to working part-time as a restaurant manager and even that was hard for me to do every day yeah i bet that's a that's a very stressful job and um no there was days i couldn't eat if i was eating i was getting sick Oh, no. And this went on for six months. Oh, wow. So in and out of the hospital, in and out of emergency rooms for six months. I had to end up 
losing like 20 pounds in that time. Oh, wow. Which doesn't seem like a lot over well, six months. That's a lot, especially to be sick. Yes. The doctors couldn't find anything wrong with me. One of them did a CT scan just by, okay, there's nothing from your neck down wrong with you that we can find. Oh. So look, let's look in the brain. Maybe there's something wrong there. The doctor that was treating me said, you're going to be fine. We have, you need emergency surgery. We're not equipped at this hospital to do it. We're flying you, life flight, to another hospital. That is crazy. I get to the other hospital. The surgeon looks at all the records. Oh, I deal with 200 cases like this a year. You're going to be fine. We'll sick as roll the surgery in two weeks when I come back from vacation. Oh. And everything's great. Okay, I'm trusting the doctor to know what he's talking about. Absolutely. Three days later, I have a stroke. Oh. Oh. That's the first stroke. Wow. So we go into surgery. And I'm walking with a cane at that point. My speech is slurred. And then we go from there to actual surgery, craniotomy, remove the issue. Somehow on the table, I have another stroke. So I'm told. There goes half my vision on my right side. I, if you're not standing in front of me, I don't see you. So, yeah, people don't realize that. They see me now is 37 years old, and I look... Healthy, I sound healthy, so there can't be anything wrong with me, right? Yeah, people's perception, yeah. So, yeah, I still have defects from this, but then in 2012, I have another minor stroke mm. that I'm thankful for because somehow with that one, I got to speak English again. Yay! Oh, wow. <laughs> so it recorrected something. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. When that was hitting you, like the stroke was hitting you. I mean, like, at that time, did it just kind of, like, take hold of you and just make you go completely blank? I mean, because a lot of people ask, you know, Wendy Williams, different ones, they say, oh, people pass out. Like, what happens from that moment where a stroke hits you? Do you remember anything on I, I do not know what happened. Yeah. I suppose it would be like a blackout, kind of blankout feeling. I mean, I can probably get my mom, and she can explain it, but from what she saw. Yeah. But other than that, I have no idea. Yeah, I know my mom had a stroke. See, I, I got a chance to have, like you said before, was, uh, well, it was probably about several years ago. It was a mini stroke. And after that, I was kind of, yeah, it was that feeling where I was like, whoa, I, it, I felt like a deer in headlights. Yeah, it's, it's very powerful. And at the same time, you got a chance to bounce back from that and all these things. So when you look at the COVID situation from your whole journey thus far, mm-hmm. you're probably like, yeah, then you just overcame it. Uh, wow, man, you are Melissa the hero, okay? Yeah, I, I look at this as, okay, if a stroke isn't going to kill me, like, three times, craniotomy yeah. didn't kill me, I'm here for a reason. Oh yeah, Whatever that reason is, I'm here. And I'm not going to go out by no virus. No, no, tell them, Melissa, tell them. Preach! Say it! Yes, you heard that, everyone? Yeah, you know, it's just, it's not about how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up swinging. And that's what it is. Absolutely. You know what? At the end of the day, it sounds like, I don't know, when I think of Dove and Dragon, that that sounds like the most mysterious, beautiful combination that Uh I could think of. Dove and Dragon. See the dove fly away while you got the dragon sitting there in your fantasies of life and beauty. And all kinds of things go on. So what's what's blossoming now uh, during your stages? Because you're still moving on forward with virus or no virus. 
Oh, yeah. Let's see. We have our own podcast that we're now going from podcast form to radio form. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we're at 179 episodes right now. Mm-hmm. And that's just from opening last year. See? That's what I'm saying. Um, during the last month, I've been doing four shows a day. Oh, whoa. Wait a minute now. Are you not exhausted? Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> We're not even the good stuff yet. I'm in the pre- between working on three different screenplays, working on three different books for myself, wow. publishing my authors. I have six new books coming out for my publishing house this year. So they're all new covers and formatting, editing, all this stuff. So I'm doing this too. And I'm in the process of working with a great partner, and we're taking my little Dove and Dragon Publishing Press, and we're turning it from an LLC to a C-Corp. Oh, yeah. And rocking it out. You know, I have to ask your Zodiac, because of all the things you've said, what is your Zodiac? <laughs> I have to ask. Tony's looking at me crazy. What is your Zodiac? Libra. Oh, the balancer. Yes, yes. And you know, I don't know why, but for for a minute there, I was sitting there like, okay, thank goodness. Hopefully it's not another Aries like me. Because when you said, <laughs> it's, see people, this is what you call moving forward and literally just don't even hit the ground. Just, just keep zooming to what you want to have, all the things mm-hmm. you want to believe. Because at the same time, that's what I tell people, like, when they get a chance, like, one of the ladies that had an episode with her and I decided to become business partners as well. And when she got a chance to, like, really look in the nitty-gritty of what's going on with Lex, she was like, whoa. So I told them, I'm like, dealing with being able to, that's just say the opportunity to be able to deal with nine to ten different prison facilities, being able to have, you know, the nonprofit, the book collections, being able to do all the music, all the stuff that has to do with your just the whole ambiance of it. Like it's 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 a huge handful. Um but when like I said RDC, so this came out I right now I probably we I think we would have been at about probably about a good four hundred to five hundred episodes. But when it came on it was mostly like, hey Let's give some inspiration out there to people. And it's not until iHeartRadio or it was iHeartRadio and iTunes got a hold of us and told <laughs> told us that we we're beating Joel Osteen and T.D. Jakes and different ones in different categories. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know it was doing anything. You know, in my mind, one equals one million. And I keep telling everyone one. I mean, just your dream, your thoughts of what's going on beyond the stroke, beyond having to walk and your vision happening, all that stuff, all the strokes hitting you. You still persevered. And I was letting them know, like, one equals one million. And that one thought or that one feeling uh, to, to have that blossom, that one seed you kept planting, you kept watering it, no matter how many times you kept getting knocked down, Melissa stood back up. You know, there's a lot of people that need to stand back up and do that. I'm like, I feel that way, too, where I'm like, okay, let me put the covers over my head. Let me just pretend life doesn't exist for a second. But then I think about all the thousands upon thousands and thousands of people that say, hey, I listened to this while I was you know, going in to do heart surgery, one of the people at Mayo Clinic. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay, I didn't even know that. I didn't, I had no idea what you do, you know, touches other people's lives or moves Uh mountains that they had to do. So now I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) I'm sorry, everyone. I'm too much of an Aries to do that. I give Melissa props. Because I couldn't have four, four a day, oh, I, four a day. I, I will no. be perfectly honest. There's a moment every morning I'm like, I don't want to move. I don't want to get out of bed. 
Yeah. But I'm like, I have people depending on me. Mm-hmm. I have to get out of bed. I don't have the option to stay in bed. It changes your mind, though. When you have people, like, right now I have about five, yeah, five people about to be six that I ha- that have to say, hey, I'm about to pay my bills. I'm about to eat. You have to get, you have, when people depend on you, especially, it makes you more accountable. I mean, I, I feel like, man, I can't, I cannot just sink it in today. I can't do it today, I, even if I wanted to. But it makes you feel like, okay, at least you're affecting those lives and those lives are affecting other people's lives and so forth and so much more. So what are some of the projects that you look more eager, like, or should I say the most, the most ones that are challenging for you at this moment? Right now, I'm working on a very challenging screenplay, and it's only challenging for me because it's comedy. Oh, okay. Okay, and that part of my brain that gets comedy is gone. So I'm like, how did I get roped into a comedy film? No, no. I'm pretty (laughs) sure. (laughs) So I'm working with a couple of other writers, and the one tells us how to do it, their dream, their creation. The the other one I'm working with, she's like, well, we can do it kind of like this, maybe, but I really don't get the comedy either, but it's there. Yeah, yeah, maybe other people might pick up on it, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, you guys tell me what's funny, because I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good, though. At least you can kind of look at it like, okay, what's going on? What's really going on here? What's, What's really going on? I mean, hey, I cannot wait. Once I get a chance to, I'm probably be like, hey, Melissa, what's going on? Because at this point, I've always wanted to see. And even like I've, I'm looking for places on Disney, different ones, or like those people who do those animated ones. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you want to see your book or your your fantasy novel come alive somehow? And if I have to go in a park and like pay people to film instead of the picnic bench and just do one line, I would be so excited. <laughs> well, see, what we do with my company is primarily do books to film. Mm. That's primary what, what we do. That's our wheelhouse. But this script that we're working on right now, we're grading the book and the screenplay together. Oh, okay. Okay. I see your point. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely different from what we're, me and my one writer is accustomed to. Uh-huh. Because that's not what we specialize in. Oh, yeah. We're, we're either authors of a book or we take an already wrote book and break it down and write the screenplay. Oh, wow. So how do they go, like, as far as that, do they pick out the people who are going to be doing the play itself or do you guys kind of organize that for people? Oh, I can organize that. That's not an issue. What is the issue is finding the studios to fund it. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I haven't, I took a look, I think I had two emails from Amazon Studio. That was like six months ago. But I never, like, I get so... <laughs> I get so overwhelmed from reading three lines. I'm like, okay, I don't even know where this is going. I'm going to leave it alone. What's going on? You see, you would probably be like a Ginzu knife with that. I'm just mm-hmm. like, wow. Yeah. I mean, being able to have that. And I like the fact that Tyler Perry, I mean, I know he's randomly brought up in here, but I mean, he bought 300 some odd acres just to go ahead and have his own. Man, I, oh man. I need, oh, yeah. I want to go that, do it. That studio, but looking at pictures of it is awesome. It's huge, too. Like, you don't even have to worry about someone saying, oh, you can't have this set. No, no, we're doing this. Like, And that's what I told people. One thing I'm obsessed over when they say, oh, what are you going to do if you go, you know, to the Oprah show later on? Or you do this and that. I'm like, well, the first thing I'm going to do besides pay it back to the creator in the universe is make sure my beautiful behind gets out there. And I'm going to see if I can purchase 
I, a minimal, I want 200 acres. If I can go for at least a good thousand acres, I would be excited. But at the same time, like, I want to be able to have that, that whole, that whole feeling of having like, a studio set, uh, different things going on with the whole writing. In fact, I think they said, choose one thing that you can, if you could do one thing, what would it do? Be every single day for a whole month straight. Um, and I would say, besides that, I am the queen of my own content, like writing music for places and being able to do books, being able to do, I don't know, it comes out. I could be a personal blog, I guess. I- yeah. See, it's not, people with creative minds can't do just one thing. No. <laughs> we, our one thing is 100 things. Yeah. Th- can you please say that one more time for, okay, one more time, Melissa. Can you just say that one more time? Our creative mind is not one thing. It is 100, 100 things. Yes. And we do all those 100 things wonderful. Facts, never fiction. Yes, people. I just want to say that out there. People kept saying, oh, just narrow it down. You don't understand, everyone. I don't know what one thing is. Like, my, yeah. like our one thing is 50 things, minimal. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, my partner that's helping me do the C-Corp right now, uh-huh. he's adding things, not subtracting. He's yeah, adding. Exactly. He's like, he's like, you're already doing it, so let's go ahead and take it one step further. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. And, you know, <laughs> Andrea, I don't know if she'll be <laughs> listening right now, but she she's one of those meticulous kind of get it together, like, let's just slice it up. And as the more she adds on, my usually I would be like, oh, my God, I can't do this. I can't do this. I already have 150 million things. But then I'm like, okay, all right, another apple to the barrel. Okay, all right, another orange to the barrel. Okay, all right, we'll do it. Uh-huh. Don't know how at this very moment, but that's the beauty of it. You don't have to know how. You just have to keep moving forward with it because right now I'm like, okay, I have a whole list of that. So I asked her, I'm like, well, how do I do it? I'm like, from a nonprofit, from about 12 other books, from still uh, putting out the other two books, from the publisher wanting to go to Ellen DeGeneres, to Oprah, to New York Times bestselling and to stop eating candy bars and stop (laughs) stop doing all these wonderful things. I'm like, you know what? I'm not worried about that i'm gonna enjoy the process i'm gonna enjoy the journey and never ever have to fathom the destination there's gonna be a million destinations for a million things your mind is on so i told Uh people that the destination is basically the end of your chapters the end of your book and that's for me i mean because people say okay next chapter yeah but your chapters keep going until your book is closed and for me the destination is when I transition into the next life. So pretty much I'm staying as far away from the destination as I can in that perspective. But as far as nothing's ever complete. Once you finish this, Melissa, and you have your more, you're going to have more film projects. You're going to have more Mm -hmm. books out there. You're going to have more things going on and on and on. So it's, it's a, it's a never, well, pretty much the never ending story. Correct. I mean, it's never ending. It's always evolving. And my poor boyfriend, he's starting to understand my company a little bit. Uh-huh. He's like, so we're in the point of our relationship. What exactly do you do? So I kind of made a very cheap looking graph, like one <laughs> of those spider graphs. Yeah. And it was just very broad sections. I didn't even break it down. He's like, never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> It's like, promise me you'll never put me in your company. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm lost right now. I gotta go. But you understood it. 
See, yeah. you, you understood the breakdown of that creative mind. That's why I had to, I was with that control freak at first where I was like, I have to do this, 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 and that. And people are like, well, why do you hire me if you're still taking over what I have to do? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. And yeah, it's, it's still hard, you know. It is 100% is all um, hard work. But at the same time, we do what we do because we do it well. Someone else cannot do what we do. Absolutely. That and that's the, that's the control freak because we know no one else is going to be able to do what we're doing. Yeah. They were, I mean, they, yeah, they're that extra arm, but you already know how to carry it on your shoulder. So it's yeah. kind of like, wow. Like, and I told them it's not, it doesn't have to do with lack of confidence necessarily towards them. Like you said, it's only we can do what we do and put the love into it like we do. Put that extra, mm, because I've tested it out time and time again. And when someone else does it, I'm like, oh, that's nice. Okay, we're about good 90%. That's pretty good after like 20,000 tries. But let me just do it. And it's done. Like, it's just done to that point. Like, I think I need more of an organizer for me. That's what I need. Like, just organize, boom, 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 and let me just execute each one. Boom, 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 boom. I'd probably take me that. It's just one thing after another. And me doing this corporation and I'm breaking it down into jobs for other people. I'm like, okay, I need five people to do this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I'm doing all this. And my partner, he's like, this is why you need people. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we can't help it though. It's just like, we, we do. And then we think about, I mean, like in the beginning, I don't even want to say it out there, but <laughs> tell you probably say it later. I felt like, Probably about five years ago, I was trying to save. I thought about that. I'm like, if I know what I'm doing 10 times more than someone else can, why am I paying this person? And I thought about that. And I was like, well, yeah, economically it will help people. But if I'm paying someone and putting money towards a project, but I'm still having to come in and help them with the project, then how? And then I'm like, okay. But then I started looking and attracting more people that kind of help me get it done to where, and then some people will be like, oh, well, I, I heard what you said, but I like it this way. And I was like, okay, that's nice feedback, but this is the way it should be. Not the way I want it, but the way it should be. That kind of feeling. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, people, you have a certain way that you, creative beings know that feeling right now, uh-huh. you know, exactly the whole understanding. It's, it's so wonderful when you get a creative being to talk to with you because then you bounce an ideas back and forth when you have that analytical person that is not a creative mind uh-huh and i know that feeling <laughs> i know yeah, that like, feeling do you even know what i'm doing right now no yeah and you want to like you know they're trying to be supportive but in your mind you're thinking please just stop just stop. Well, how is this going to work? And how is this going to work? They look at you almost whimsical, like, okay, all right. They're in their little fairy tale state. Well, remember, I always tell people, imagine dragons. There you go. Like, imagine it. There's everything. And I told, I told, I think I told my little, I call her my little sweetie, sweetie muffin pie. But my baby, I probably say. I mean, I know people, aka my fiance. I told him, I'm like, you know, I'm like, the whole thing is everything that you're standing in right now is an imagination. And I said, you have to keep reminding yourself that he goes, I know, babe. I'm like, no, 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 no. Everything you're in is imagination. Like from, from everything, you know, and, and it was the creator's imagination for apples to grow on trees, for oranges to just blossom out of this little stem and bud. 
everything is an imagination. I can only imagine if we can do what we can do. Oh man, just think about the creators that created all of us to do what we can do. Woo. Exactly. I mean, if you can dream something, it doesn't matter if you can dream it and then put it in a book, make it into a film, or make it into something tangible, like a bed or a chair or something like that. You can do it. Yeah. Anything you dream, you can do. You and I, like, you're my shining star. <laughs> you're my, you're my shining star. My <laughs> because I was thinking about that. I am going to. I put. I. I have to. I know. I have a, a different kind of workshop and different ones launching in the next few months. But I was kind of wondering when I Google things on the film company stuff like that. You're the first person I want to reach out to because I have a collection of these beautiful books that actually came to life in my own life. But it came out from, um, I, I can't even really call it a, a sci-fi fantasy horror thriller kind of thing, but it's just that I told you about that before, but I want to get this going. Like I want to go. And now I have Melissa here. Like I have to get that going. It's like been my number one dream. I'm like, why should I pay an animation company $20,000 when I really want just some humans interacting? Like, uh-huh. um, being able to have that, because I was like, whatever I have to do, if I have to be a YouTube series, that's what Amazon Studio came in. I'm like, hey, I want to do this. So they're like, okay, well, here's what happens when you accept the contract and so forth. I'm like, well, I really want this book to come to life. Like, this has to come to life in this way. Yeah, a lot of books, there's ones that make great animation, uh-huh, and yeah. there's ones that make great film, theatrical, with people. Mm-hmm. It really depends on the tone of the book. Absolutely. But at the same time, you have to listen to the author. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. Yeah, you know, you have to listen to the author. That's, I mean, and I thought about mine going into habit. I'm just going to slice it off from that perspective so everybody understands. That's where I'm, I, I, there's not, like, I, like Melissa was saying, there's not just one thing we're doing. There's a million. Okay. So I'm like, when I saw that, I'm like, this has to be like, I found some people, uh, different ones that want to do it. I'm like, man, I mean, they have film companies over here in Minnesota, different Mm -hmm. ones that they're doing, but I just was like, I need someone to feel that passion of understanding, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, my studio is over in Dubai. Oh, that's cool. Hey. So, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Dubai. I always wanted to go there too. You know what? A downtown. At the wonderful Mill Clinic, I met, I don't know if he was a brother of one of the Prince of Dubai or whatever, but he gave me his card and he said, hey, if you ever come over here to Dubai, check me out. I'm going to take you and whoever you come for to the, the whole like red carpet. And I want to go. I want to <laughs> go. I would love that, man. So how is it over in Dubai? Is it like chill? I have never been there. Oh, wow. That is so cool, though. That just happens to be where my partner is. Oh, that is so awesome, though. Hey, you know what? That's what we do. Inter- Mrs. International, baby. We don't even need... <laughs> we have a need. That's why in the morning I get about one call from Turkey. I get one from Spain, Nigeria. And then I get a call from sometimes one of my friends over in um, Tokyo. So it's like maybe between their morning, should I say. It could be three in the morning for all I know. But it's just kind of to the point where I'm like, yeah, yeah having a studio man that is awesome so is it more better for him to move around like that in a different ones the different studios they have available over in dubai he says uh he has his own my partner has his own that's his wheelhouse and we're putting everything together so i have access to it because i have so many great projects that he wants 
And then we're going to from that, then we can film anywhere where in the world. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So any given time, I'm on the phone till my 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're on the phone call to India. We're on the phone call to Australia. We're on the phone call to the UK. Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, what time zone am I on today? So I'm constantly asking my assistant, okay, what meetings do we have scheduled? What am I working on? Or am I just creating stuff today? Yeah, like uh, Dublin throws me off too. My friend will be like, oh, do you know it's like 12 or something in the morning right now? I'm like, no. <laughs> no. I don't even look at it. I'm more like, hey, why aren't you answering me? They're like, uh, I'm in the bed. And then when they're like, hey, how's it going? Top of the morning. So yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm just too tired right now. It's like 5 a.m. Leave me alone. Then uh, the alarm clock goes off two minutes later. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that understanding. So at the end of the day, your whole movement itself is just going to keep expanding and keep expanding. So where would you like to see as far as anything goes? Like if you could have a projection in the next three years or four years, where do you see Dove and Dragon Publishing going? Well, Dove and Dragon Publishing is being absorbed by my C Corp. Okay. I'm not ready to announce the name of that yet yeah. because we're, you know, but it is being absorbed into the C-Corp as part of the division and being renamed. But it will have its own publishing house, an office up in New York, which we're negotiating right now. We will have our books in stores, which is also in negotiation right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> I actually had that set up with Dove and Dragon for online for Walmart and Target and my wonderful partner he's like no we don't want just online yeah let's do in store okay let's make some phone calls that is true (laughs) that is true to have both that's what i was thinking too just to be able to have both of those that is a beautiful name though i mean just picture that someone names their kid dove and dragon beautiful Uh (laughs) but like thank you melissa i appreciate that this is just a wonderful gift to have that i mean at the end of the day what could you tell people to share their message and having what they are believing to basically dream of and dream in from your story? Okay. One, don't look at the end result. Look at, okay, the steps to get there and don't look at it as a mountain. Look at it as you're crawl- crawling and you're starting to walk and then you're running and then it's a marathon. It's one step at a time. It's not going to happen overnight. No. I mean, what's happening with Dove and Dragon right now is kind of happening overnight because I made those connections to people. But yeah. at the same time, you have to be willing to talk to people. That is true. Yeah. That if you're not feeling. networking and you're networking to make friends first and then business connections. Yeah. Because my partner, I was talking to him as a friend. I had no idea what he does for a living. Yeah. And it just came out one day because I was super stressed. And now everything's falling into place. Yeah. As a, it's just like a, a egg was uh, cracked and, and birth right there mm-hmm. at that moment. I tell people right. that they're like, well, didn't you know who that was? Like when I met Ernie Hudson, different ones are like, didn't you? I'm like, well, that's the reason why people were seeking me out because I didn't come after them after the jugular to be super aggressive. Oh, look at my stuff. Look at my, they were like, Hey, who are you? What's, how can I contact you? What's going on with you? 
And then at the same time, I, I guess I get a chance to say hi to so many different people and just want to be able to be in their space. That's why they always say the Oprah effect. And I'm like, no, it's just my effect. And so that's what it is right there. That whole feeling of being able to say, you guys, look, no matter what you have out there from Melissa's story, from the different ones that you hear, from all the adversities, all the things going on, just picture that. That's like slugger after slugger after slugger. Still being a mom, still going through different things as far as you know, a divorce, so much more, you still are even thriving amid this and recovering from it, the Uh COVID-19. I mean, that that to me is what you call a superhero.com, okay? That's what it is, a superheropublishing.com. That's what it is. I mean, because you are, and I will say this factually and opinionation-wise, I don't, I mean, to me, I love the listener, I love the family. But this is from my heart. You are one of those heroes. You are a hero to me because you are bouncing back. You are moving mountains and you are saying, look, I'm not going down without 20,000 fights and you're not going to take me down even then. And on top of that, your daughter's a part of the journey, a part of the story, all kinds of things. So, yeah, I mean, you deserve more than hats off and a pat on the back, more than a standing ovation. (laughs) You are the standing ovation. So and the I'm thing like, is, yeah. I started this company while being an abused wife. Wow, see? Yeah. And going through a divorce and finding my self-worth because at the time I was starting this company last year, I didn't think I had a self-worth. No, yeah. And that's what gave you that motivation to look at that from all the creates. And you being Never. a creative person definitely had a lot to do keeping your mind elevated during those horrible times. and. I will right. say, yeah, domestic violence out there to everyone is not a cliche. It's not just some whatever. My sister, you know, took her life on my birthday because of that. Uh, if you go 2018, I keep repeating it out there because of the whole 18 years of that. And still being a nurse and serving the community, she still couldn't serve herself to have the self-worth to where she said, hey, I'm going to go on my sister's birthday. God rest her soul. I mean, but at the same time, I heard a story this morning when you bring that up, Melissa, this girl who was just on the news about COVID-19 being stuck. And I thought about that the moment it happened when I got, I left downtown amongst the other thousand things going on. I told, uh, I was like, okay, well, what about the people who are stuck at home? What about the people who have no escape from that person? But then I thought about maybe it's a, it's, it's a win, lose, or draw. You have a, a reason to kind of get away from that person or figure out a way to get from that situation or really look at it. But what are those who really don't know how to cry out for help? And then unfortunately this uh, little girl's mom, uh, her being a nurse and then her stepdad being laid off from work, he wound up taking her mom's life. So I was kind of like, wow, I knew it was going to happen during COVID-19, but I mean, absolutely not all of them get a chance to have a story that is, that is the brightest, but because of that story now, she's going to take the bull by the horns and make sure a lot of things are happening in that way. But yeah, I mean, from you going through that whole ensemble and being able to get divorced, all that stuff, man, that is amazing. Yeah. See, I, I try to reach out to as many women as possible. I actually have documented some of the verbal abuse, not the physical, right. and it's on my YouTube channel. Wow. I made it public. Yeah, I wouldn't blame like, you. Well, one, it was made wasn't going to be made public and then the divorce that got messy so me got backed in the corner and then i'm one of those you back me in the corner i'm going to fight yeah yeah i'm not going to fight with words i'm going to fight with whatever ammo i have exactly so i posted the videos 
So they started coming after my company. Now my company is my baby. Yeah. You're not coming after me now. You're coming after my child. Absolutely. Now you get the mama bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring out out those claws, Melissa. Bring out those Uh claws. See, that's the thing. I tell people, you can hurt me all you want. You come after my family, my child, my company, because my company is my child, you're going to bear. Yeah. You got to get the bear. You got to get the bear. Yeah, so I publicized all the videos, and I think there's like 70 hours of videos, and he looked like an idiot. And then I took it to people in charge of certain things, got congressional letters for bringing this to attention, Uh (laughs) and I have all that. I'm like, try me. I have letters from certain high-level officials. Yeah. Try me. Absolutely. And you know what? That's what he deserves. Any person that lives to take from another in some kind of sh- shape, way, or form deserves nothing but to be humiliated the way they're trying to humiliate someone else. Exactly. And that's the truth of I mean, I sit there seeing now my sister's ex-husband rolling around on her pension and everything else just thinking he's the hottest thing since New York hit. And I'm like, you know what? Your day is coming, buddy. I don't know what the universe has in store for you, but your day is coming. You cannot get... And I will say it again. You cannot get right from doing wrong and you cannot do wrong to the right person because it will always come back tenfold, not threefold, but Uh tenfold. And it's going to hit you where you never thought the sun could ever shine if it didn't shine anywhere. It's going to get you. Exactly. <laughs> I actually wrote a song like that called Your Mind. And it almost, it, it, it's almost like a, it, it sounds like that, that Jim Carrey kind of feel with the mask. But at the same time, it's, it's this whole feeling where you feel like it's a, it's a jolly feeling, but then it, it's like, oh yeah, you're mine. Like you're, you're, you're mine. Yeah. That kind of feeling. Like, don't even worry about that. Well, I'm thankful that you came on here, Mrs. Founder and CEO of Rush. I'm going to say it one more time. Is it Rush Chalk? Rush Chalk. Oh, I almost got it. Rush Chalk. Okay, everyone. I tried. Okay. Films and publishing. And for now, at least, until everything goes on there, um, Melissa has the www.doveanddragonpublishing.com uh, film project, different things going on with that as well. And we just want to say, I am looking forward to being on this journey with you as well, because I definitely am a serial writer and I love just going into whatever needs to be done for that. So, I mean, I'm just saying, you don't, we'll always going to do a little stalkerization. I'll stalk you and have a little phone. <laughs> hey, Melissa, oh, how's it going? Yeah, I mean, stalk me all we want. I love my stalkers. <laughs> I'm like, how's it going, kiddo? Let's have a cup of cappuccino. Let's do it over here. <laughs> you never, you never know. We might just go over there and try some delicious meals in Dubai. I'm just saying. I would love to go there. So I'm just going to say thank you so much for being able to be on here with us and to share all that wonderful goodies of your story and all the whole things going on. If you ever want to come, I know you got 20 million things. Can we both level that out? But just give us an update on what's going on because I know people are going to be asking, well, what's going on? People, you can check that out. I'm going to have Melissa's bio on the real double dose channel dot blogspot.com on the schedule. Tony's going to make sure we get that going out there from all the love and excitement. Once again, Melissa R. I'll say Melissa R. <laughs> out there. I don't want to mess up a beautiful name with my little lingos going on from all the little <laughs> Toslagi native over here. And we got some Colombian Spanish over here and a little Minnesota. And, you know, it's just all over the place. Right? <laughs> 
it's all over the place, but you're not. You're you're right where you need to be. I have all the links that you guys can find out more about what's going on uh, from you know Facebook, Twitter, uh, as well as going on with IMDb. Just different ones that Melissa has going on in her whole bio, so you can get the more insights into this wonderful angelic heroic person that definitely i'm giving a a, a, a radio slash podcast slash broadcast ovation to and we love you all so just check that out at real double dose channel.blogspot.com and also your inquiries as always has been the real double dose channel at yandex.com don't forget to check out those links and sign up for the free gift giveaways we'll pause on the travel giveaways for now and get you going just remember to be the change feel the passion embrace the power of the spirit and hashtag don't deal with domestic violence just want to put that out there we love you yeah no don't (laughs) we love you you're amazing and we'll be back with you very 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 soon thank you again for having me thank you